Hello, I am Sean Holland, your host, and welcome to episode 6 of Your Sixth World May Vary. Storytime, Vampire Hunt. I'm back from Gen Con and rested. The Catalyst demo team was serving up a ton of Shadowrun adventures, and the Catalyst booth was busy with new releases, including a revised core book for the Sixth World edition. I managed flying visits with both Steve Kenson, who wrote a ton of Shadowrun back in the day, and Opti, whose history of Shadowrun is always worth listening to, who was there promoting Fragging Unicorn Games, Gangs of the Undercity. Thought I'd step back from the big picture and tell you a story from my early campaign. It's by far my most told Shadowrun story. First, a little context. Regeneration, the second edition of Shadowrun, was amazingly powerful. Simply put, a creature with regeneration healed fully at the end of each round, unless it took deadly damage and the brain or spine were destroyed. Knowing that will help make sense of what follows. As I mentioned back in episode 1, one of the player characters built a restaurant and dance club, the Last Supper Club and the Inferno, after hitting it big. One morning, there's a scream from the kitchen, as a bloodless body was found hidden in the vegetable shipment. Investigation showed the classic fang marks of a vampire attack. Now, this was just meant to be a throwaway scene, a splash of excitement, but it became much more. Our cast. Gossamer, rocker mage and owner of the club, played by my lovely wife, Flora. Avatar, druidic mage with a big sword, magical tattoos, and armored kilt, played by Alan. Kajay, cyber ninja, played by Rick. Napoleon, troll decker and proud owner of his recently acquired minigun, played by Brennan. And Darkstar, orcish ex-cop. One of my PCs acting as a support character this time around. Gossamer gathered her friends and starts investigating, following up on leads, tracking back the shipment, and so on. Pulling and using his hacking skills to get surveillance footage. Magic was used. Time passed, and they finally located, they're pretty sure, the vampires pulled up in a cheap hotel. Its horse fell in Redmond. So, loaded for bear, as it were, with tracer ammunition, wooden stakes, and magic crackling, they kick in the door. They have nowhere to run. It's the middle of the day, says Brennan. I leaned back in my chair, blandly ticked off how much time they'd spent doing the various things before arriving at the hotel. You mean it's night? We just kicked down the door to a vampire's room at night? I could only nod. Yes, I was a jerk. The vampires, there too, man and woman, are still taken a little by surprise and focus on getting away. Shots and spells fly, and the vampires burst out of the window and leap to the ground several stories down. Pauline leads out the window, pouring tracer rounds into the male vampire. Let's force the bullets, pushes burning armored clothing through his body, and glares up at Napoleon before fleeing, leaving a burning pile of clothing behind. Now they have to hunt the vampires all over again. Calling on contacts, using magical traces, they locate them in an abandoned six-story building, deeper in Redmond. Making sure to go in during actual daylight this time, they split into two teams. Avatar and Gossamer come down from the roof, while Napoleon and Darkstar come in from the ground level. Kajay plays backup. Rick had to leave early. Unfortunately for the team, the vampires were aware they were coming, having mentally dominated some of the locals and acting as lookouts. Rooftop team starts to ascend, and Napoleon and Darkstar move in, sweeping carefully. But they miss the thin level of mist among the ceiling, which coalesces into the male vampire behind them, who grabs two combat knives from hiding and leaps on Darkstar. Vampires are also absurdly strong. The vampire punches the dagger through the back of Darkstar's security armor, through her chest, and back out to the front of the armor, pinning her unconscious form to the floor. Napoleon spun around and, amazingly, pulled off a cold shot to the head, reducing it to a fine red mist and the vampire to an actual dead body. Napoleon's feeling really good about this and crows his success on the comm, only to turn around and find the other vampire there in full armor with an M22 assault rifle. This time he is not quicker on the draw and goes down under a hail of bullets. Not dead. Yet. As trolls are tough. Now the vampire can hear the rest of the team descending the stairs, so she knows where they are, and she is pissed off with Napoleon. Being an evil villain, 
She passes the time by feeding Napoleon's fingers, slowly, to the rotating barrels of the minigun. Yes, really gruesome. Laura still shudders at that memory. Avatar and Gossamer finally arrive. Avatar and Lead, relying on his magic to protect him, which does not stand up to a sustained burst from the M22. Leaving the druid, who regretted relying on only an armored kilt, against the back wall of the landing in a pool of his own blood. Gossamer throws everything behind a power bolt and staggers the vampire. Before the vampire can draw a bead on the offending mage, Kajay leaps in, raining ninja death upon the vampire, only to be blown back out of the scene by a short bursts from the M22. This buys Gossamer just enough time to burn her soul for one more power bolt with everything behind it. This time the vampire falls and does not get up. Its body and aura thoroughly shredded by magic. Emergency vehicles arrive just in time to save everyone. Being a wealthy rock star has some perks, after all. And everyone survives. Just. Napoleon has to get his fingers regrown. Darkstar needs a new lung. Avatar starts looking into stylish Celtic-themed armor clothing. And I never used vampires again. Because these were two average vampires. Cunning, but not smart. Not magically active to boot. I was terrified what a full-on magic-throwing vampire could do. So I set them aside for some other day. Which has never come. Hope you enjoyed the story. So what are your experiences with vampires in the Sixth World? Any near or actual team kills in your game? What monsters are you afraid to use, if any? Let me know. I want to hear your thoughts and stories and get a dialogue going. Contact me via the Anchor app, on my journal, via email, or any other way you choose. If you enjoyed this, please support my patron. Thanks to our sponsor, Tykes Games, Athens, Georgia's biggest little game store, and Patreon sponsor, Travis Henry. Next time, North America, the U.S., and more. All Shadowrun copyrights belong to Tops, and nothing here should be considered a challenge to such. Music is the Cybercat Blues by Jared Cibala, and used under CC Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 Unported License. Can you tack down any tickets to the Halloween party at the Inferno? I'm just dying to go!